Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 143 on The Lucy Lou Show. This is LL. You have the power to create the life you want, and I'm here to show you how with my guests. And today on the show, I'm really excited to have Linda Bjork. Linda is a personal development expert, advocate for hope and healing, best-selling author, speaker, and host of Linda's Corner Podcast. She is the founder of Hope for Healing nonprofit charity, and we're here to talk about how every journey to healing begins with hope and how you can upgrade your life in just five minutes a day. Enjoy our conversation. Welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you, Lucy. I am so excited to be here. I love your show. I love what you're doing. I love that you have created this refueling station for the doers of the world because you know there's that saying, you can't can't pour from an empty cup and how wonderful it is to have a place like this that we can fill our cups. Thank you so much. A quote by me (laughs) is that every miracle begins with hope. And I know you've said something very similar that every journey to healing begins with hope. So what is your message of hope? Oh my goodness. Every journey to healing does begin with hope. And I could talk on this for a long time and I know we don't have a long time, so I'll try to make it really quick. So hope to me, I use it as an acronym and the H stands for having a hunger. It is, we have to have a desire to make, uh, to make a change. And the crazy thing is a little bit of a desire isn't enough. It has to be like a hunger where you want to change more than you want to stay the same. And the O stands for being open. When I, I struggled with depression and anxiety, Lucy, and that was a hard, hard time of being in a deep, dark hole. And man, I was close, 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 tight, like a little armadillo rolled up in a ball. And I've learned that you can't heal that way. We stay rolled up tight in order to protect ourselves, but we can't heal until we begin to open up a little bit. And I didn't go from tight, tight, tight to wide open, but just even just a little bit of a crack of being able to be willing to allow a change. And the P stands for positive expectancy. And positive expectancy means that you're expecting a positive outcome. And that is so absolutely critical in order to make any change in our life. Because when I was struggling, I thought, man, I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing that I do is going to work. And when you feel that way, you can't take a step forward. And it's not until we believe that positive expectancy that something is going to come out of it that is good, that we're willing to take any steps forward. And the good news is that that healing is possible. And that is a wonderful, awesome, good thing to know. The E stands for empowerment. And when we're feeling low, when we're feeling like we have no self-confidence, when we're feeling that depressed and anxious and all of those kinds of things, we feel powerless and we have to find a way to get our power back. And a power to me does not mean that I have a power over somebody else. This is power within myself, the power that I know that I can handle my challenges and the power that I feel comfortable and confident in my own skin. And so the way that we get this power is through a combination of learning and doing, and it's through 
through small, simple action steps. And it's such a beautiful thing. When we start with hope, all of a sudden, miracles can take place in our lives. Wow. You just made hope even more beautiful. Thank you. Do you mind sharing with us your own personal story? You talked about that dark time. Yes. And I will try to make it quick because again, our stories are just, I mean, you can tell it the long, the short, medium-sized version, but in a nutshell, I struggled with, I had a series of really devastating events in my life and I was completely overwhelmed. I didn't handle it very well. And I slipped into depression and I struggled with social anxiety and it felt for all the world like I had fallen into a deep, dark pit. And in this place, it it felt like it was so deep that sunlight couldn't reach me. Happiness could not reach me. And there were no windows and there were no doors in this dark place. And I thought, there's no way out. This is my future from now on. This is as good as it gets. And and there's no hope. There's no nothing I can do. And then fortunately, my my sister, who was training to be a, a life coach at the time, I, I was in this dark place for about five years, but almost no one knew it because I was really good at masking. I was really good at just pretending, you know, putting on a smile. Smile didn't reach my eyes, but at least it was on my mouth. And anyway, so people didn't know. But about five years down the road, my sister, she's training, she's preparing this uh, women's retreat, and she invited me to come. And she had no idea what I was going through. And when I got her invitation, Lucy, it made me sick. I thought there is no way. First of all, I cannot handle being around other people day and night for three days because that's how long this thing was. And besides, there is no point because nothing works. I felt like I tried everything and nothing worked. But even though I didn't really want to go, the idea would not leave my mind. And so I gathered my courage together and I went. And I'm so glad that I did because that decision changed my life. And it was very much as if my sister lowered a ladder down into my deep, dark hole. And she showed me a way to climb out. And it was very much a ladder. It was not an elevator. It was not instant with the press of a button. It was hard and it took time and it took effort, but it worked. And I've learned from my experiences that that healing is not like flipping on a light switch where it's this instant miraculous change. It's more like a sunrise where it's gradual from moment to moment, but it does come. And so I now I'm just so, so excited. Not that I ever loved being in this horrible place and having that experience, but because of that experience and because of being able to emerge from that dark place, now I have something of value to offer the world because there are other people who feel stuck who feel trapped and I know how to get out and I know how to help them. And that is just such a beautiful, wonderful gift that I am. I'm actually grateful for the experience. Wow. So glad to hear that you went. I really honored your courage because that's the first step to an amazing life. What other tools along the way did you feel empowered your personal growth after that retreat? You know, the retreat did not magically flip me over. The retreat was enough to make a decision. And I know we had a conversation earlier where you said, you know, there's not one big aha moment. It comes from small and simple steps. If you could say there was an aha, it was a decision. It was a decision where I was so miserable that I thought if I don't try, I'm stuck here forever. 
And so I opened up just that tiny little window of hope. But the actual transformation, like you said, is these small, simple action steps. It is tools. And I would love to share a a five-minute morning routine that can absolutely transform your life. And this includes some of the tools that I used as in my personal transformation. And I've learned that although I spent quite a bit of time each day trying to pull out of this, that some people are busy and they, well, most people are busy, but, but they feel like they can't do anything because there's too much to go on. But I found that in just five minutes, we can do something to help relax muscle tension, to help, help us to be able to manage our stress and boost our mood and increase our confidence and the way that we feel and our energy. And it is amazing. And it's four simple things, MMWW, where it is a little bit of music, some movement, words, and water. And so I'll explain quickly how to do it and then why it works. So the M, first M, the music is to pick a song. And it's something that you love that, you know, those songs that make you want to sing and dance along, that's the right song to pick. And if you have a playlist of those, that's fantastic. And then this song acts as your timer. Most songs last between like three to four minutes. And during that, you're going to move your body. And the cool thing is there are so many different options. And so I'll explain some of those, the options, but just pick something that you enjoy. And then the first W is about words. And for words, you just write five things that you're grateful for in a journal. And the W, the last W is to drink a a bottle of water and then you're done. You can do the whole thing in five minutes. Now, the reason that this makes such a difference is first of all, music, oh my gosh, it's such a powerful tool to influence the way that we feel. fMRI scans show that music stimulates more parts of the brain than anything else that we can do. And they also show that that our brains tend to synchronize somewhat to the beat of the music. So we can use this in lots of different ways. Like if we're feeling really frustrated and uptight, listening to calming music can literally help our brains to calm down, or if we're struggling with motivation, or if we're feeling down, listening to a positive, fun, upbeat song can literally help jumpstart our brain, which is amazing. And then for movement, it might seem counterintuitive, but we feel more energized and less fatigued when we exercise and when we move and when we do. And uh, exercise acts as a stress reliever. It helps to increase the production of endorphins. It improves mood. It helps us relax and it can improve the quality of our sleep. And then when you take music and movement and you put them together, it is transformational. So for example, if you're feeling frustrated, powerless, and overwhelmed, you turn on a song from a Rocky movie and start shadow boxing. And by the end of the song, you feel amazing. It's like magic, but it doesn't have to be shadow boxing. It can be any kind of exercise, traditional things like jumping jacks, push-ups, and sit-ups, or you can do Tai Chi or yoga poses or stretching, or my personal favorite is just dance. Turn on a song and just dance. There's more than one right way to do things. So you just pick something that you enjoy. And the cool thing is for some people who are listening, they're going to be thinking any form of exercise just makes them gag. And there's actually another option. And that is if you don't want to to do exercising, you can sing. And singing has been proven to to reduce muscle tension, to reduce cortisol levels, to increase endorphins and other neurotransmitters that help us feel good. And there was this awesome study done with uh, depression and singing, where they took a group of, of people who were struggling with depression and separated into two groups. The control group, they said, just keep doing what you're doing. And then 
and the a study group, they said, all right, we will want you to just add singing to your daily routine. Don't make any other changes. Just do that. 30 days later, they came back and checked. The control group was exactly where they were before, but the study group who had added singing found they had significantly lower levels of depression and anxiety. And the only thing that they added was singing. So magical. So either movement and mu- uh, music and movement or music and singing. And then for the words, gratitude journals. Oh my gosh. I know some people think gratitude journals are for those happy, fluffy, little Pollyanna type people who like to do that sort of thing. But obviously it's not like a real solution for real people. But the research shows that gratitude actually improves the neuroplasticity of the brain, which is so important for any kind of healing and growth. It is amazing. It also stimulates the prefrontal cortex, which is that area of the brain where we have our conscious thinking. And that is so important for many reasons. It helps us make better decisions. And it also helps us to be able to be more more able to act rather than react when situations come in our lives. And then there was this another study on gratitude and depression that I love. And they took a people struggling with severe depression and they said, okay, we just want you to write in a journal three things that you're happy for today. And uh, they, in 15 days, they came back and found that 94% of the participants had noticed an improvement. And that is an incredible return. And then for water, oh my heck, this is such a simple, effective, overlooked tool to help improve our physical, mental, and emotional health. Uh, Research shows that even 1% dehydration starts to negatively affect our brain structure and function, and it starts to impact our mood and triggers fatigue. And so if most people are dehydrated and we don't even know it. So a simple thing to help us feel better is to start drinking some water. And if just drinking water again, makes you gag, then add a a squirt of lemon or make some lemonade. Having lemon water helps with our digestion, our immune system. It reduces inflammation, energizes muscles, helps us manage weight, improves our skin and helps with kidney stones. And so the return on investment for something we can do in five minutes is mind boggling. It is so worth it. And it does something else. It changes your energy from someone who might think, well, you know, I probably should exercise. Yeah. I probably should drink more water. Yeah. Maybe I should do self-care, but I'm busy. I don't have time to do all of that. And then if you do this five minute morning routine, you can change to, Hey, I am exercising. Hey, I am drinking more water. Hey, I am doing self-care and there's something magical that takes place when we start doing, we start becoming. So isn't that awesome that we can do so much in so little time? So much. Yes, Linda. Wow, Linda. I absolutely love, love, love all your acronyms. The HOPE, M-M-W-W. So easy to remember. Such basic things, but powerful tools. And I love how what you talked about is all scientifically backed. That makes a world of a difference in transforming people's lives. Throughout your days of work, what is a favorite quote that you go by? Ooh, I love quotes and I have so many. And now when you say one quote that I go by, (laughs) then I have to ponder this because I can't say that I just have one. Let me just repeat this one. This is from Cicero. He says, if you have no confidence in self, you are twice defeated in the race of life. With confidence, you have won before you've started. 
great one. Thank you so much for sharing. And if our listeners have enjoyed your presence, where can they connect with you at? Oh, I would love for people to come check out our website at hopeforhealingfoundation.org. I have so many wonderful free resources to help people become their best selves, to be happy, to to be joyful, to be confident, to help manage stress, and to help get rid of feelings of depression and anxiety so they can live joyfully. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 